Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of the Sunfire Tavern, our 69! podcast. Game... <laughs> I missed it. 69. That's the sex number. Yes. Our, pod... our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV. Oh, with me, yeah. Six, and my co-host Nine, discussing Giggity. the hot topics from the last few weeks. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern. And listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And you can send us your questions, uh, comments, or whatever you want via the Google form linked in the podcast information below. Hi, Clark. Giggity, 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 hey, giggity. Buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. What's, 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 Family podcast. Dude, what's, what's, so, what's so special about number 69, dude? It's just such a great it. number. It's such a nice round yeah. number. It's like, it's like, like, I feel like both numbers reciprocate really well. They both get a little bit out of the, out of the number. Like, you know, there's no... There's no number that's getting more or less. They're both getting the same. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a friendly hug. Yeah, Great yeah, number. yeah. Yeah, very friendly hug. You know. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, episode 69. Haha. Yes, the funny, the, the nice number. Very good, very good. So, yeah, um, I mean, I'll try to avoid any more jokes about the 69. Oh, but... don't worry. It's fine. Like You only get one 69th episode, though. 69 episodes! Holy that shit, is a lot. what have we been doing? That is a lot of episodes. Yeah. We have been doing 69 episodes, dude. It's been like two years. Yeah, two Crazy. years, and we're still not making any money out of it. Oh, baby! All <laughs> what right. a goal. Oh, yeah. So, actually, saying that, I was speaking to some other podcasters, some more successful ones than us, Yeah. and they said it took at least three years before they even started to begin, like, baseline monetization, mm-hmm. in that, like, they were advertising for two years of, the, of their five-year run before they even started to make any cash. Yeah. Like, I'm talking pennies rolling in. So I'm like, okay, I don't feel bad about that. I, I yeah. asked a couple, like... What were your average listeners? And they said, "Oh, we had like ten listeners for like two years." I was like, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> I think that's. I think it's kind of by the by, right?" And it's like you know, um, just takes time. Yeah, exactly, and that's fine. We just here yeah. to have a chat and have people. Yeah, listen. of course. So I hope people who are listening have a good time listening to us. And thanks for sticking to us. Sticking I hope with they us. Don't. Sticking. No, I wow. Hope they do. I hope they do. Well, I I was going to say thanks. You know, thanks for sticking with us for sixty nine episodes. <laughs> so. You know, uh, wishing oh, yeah. you a great 69. Anyway, so... Just um... <laughs> Do your job. Anyway, okay, sorry. So, the agenda for today. Uh, we're going to be going through what we've been playing, what we've been watching. We've got... And then we've got uh, the Game Awards nominees came out recently. We've got the unfortunate redundancies happening at Meta and Twitter, which we can talk about. In fact, we can just talk about Twitter in general. What what the fuck is going on with Twitter? We could talk about that. that yeah. Ironically, it's being run by a bit of a twit. <laughs> <laughs> we've also got the Witcher Three Jokes Complete Edition coming out. Um, we've got Black Panda, Black Panda, Black Panda. That's a very different show. <laughs> I'm sure. Just a completely different. Uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. There we go. Uh, we've got God of War Ragnarok coming out, and all the reviews. Oh, it's out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, in, it's out. Yeah, but we got the okay. reviews and stuff, right? You know. Um, then we've got the Nintendo Indie World Showcase recap, and then we can talk about some gaming food. What our favourite pieces of gaming food are? Yeah, that's not food to eat while gaming. It's food that we see in games. <laughs> so otherwise, it's just Doritos or yes. whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Actually, you know, to me, for me, it's grapes. Actually, grapes. Yeah, grapes are really good. Grapes like picking food, eating. So yeah, grapes just... while gaming. <laughs> Wow, this podcast, we should, we'll record over the whole intro and start again. Yeah. Um, 
We'll just put like elevator music till now. Like, yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, grapes. They're really good gaming food. Like, because they're healthy, very healthy. In yeah. fact. Uh, really good for like digestion, mm. and they're, you know, they're very Moorish, and there's loads of them, so you can have a massive bowl. Yeah. Pick at them, and they also don't get your fingers sticky or greasy. Huh. Again, you see. See, I used, to, I used to uh, eat a lot of apples. Uh, during game. Is this in general or? No, just no, just like I used to go through like an, a pack of apples a day. Wow, well, I mean like, that's healthy that as well. Snack food. Oh, I don't think eating that many apples is a good idea. No, it's healthier than eating that many. Oh, Snickers. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still that's a lot of sugar. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. It's like a lot of sugar. But um, yeah. Anyway, enough about fruit and eating habits. <laughs> Clark, what have you been playing or what have you been watching? What's been going on, buddy? Oh, it's been a busy, busy week. So oh, yeah? I'm still playing Persona Five. Okay, I'm in nice. the Third Palace, and it's slowly coming to the end of the Third Palace now. And I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna roll credits. I will get to credits. Like, okay. I'm, I'm determined now because I'm past the midway point. The game is about 120 hours long and I'm at uh, 35 or 40 hours. Mm. So I'm definitely, I think I'm past the halfway point because um, I know there's five palaces and I'm coming to the end of the third. Yeah. So just logically, I feel like I'm coming, I'm in the, the you know, the, the back third of the game. Yeah. We're playing that. Uh, Vampire Survivor. Did we talk about Vampire Survivors we last week? We did last week. How are you finding okay. it now? Okay. It is just the best, like, little <laughs> escape. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, like, it just came out in Game Pass as well, like, two days ago. So I started again. Yeah. Uh, and almost immediately got, like, a god run. So oh unlocked everything. Oh, shit. And just been, like, really enjoying the little, like, mini progression that the game gives you. It's It's... It does have moments where it does get a bit boring because there are some points where you're just kind of standing there, like waiting for the next upgrade. So yeah. You just stand still and watch everything direct. Like if you get a lot of the Bibles and loads of garlic, like this sounds like a nonsense statement to anyone that hasn't played this game, but if you upgrade your garlic and your Bibles to like a really high level, you basically just become invincible. Yeah, because you just have things like orbiting you, constantly, yeah, just whizzing right? around you and, and erasing everything in, in range. Yeah. Um, so there's been there's been some games where I've got to the 30 minute mark, which is the end of the game. Um, without ever actually doing anything, I'm just standing there. Oh wow! But it's great. Like it's it's um again, it's one of those ones where every time you play it, you discover a new tier or a new part of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I, I moved on from that and I picked up another roguelike called Rogue Legacy Two. Oh yeah, um, I played a lot of the first one. Same, I did, and and the first one was really really good. This one is clearly better than the first one, but I think it overcomplicates the the the, the kind of the, the systems a little bit. Yeah. Like, some parts of it feel a little bit too, like, oh, I'm not quite sure what's going on here. I don't quite understand this. Hmm. Is it on Games Pass? No. So, it was on the indie showcase for Nintendo, and I, I spotted it. And I was like, oh, I forgot that game was out. Like, I'll check that out on Switch. And in looking for it, I caught a link to, uh, I mean, a legitimate website, but it was a somewhat, like, shady grey market site. Mm. And I could get it for £3 on, on Xbox. So, I thought, oh, fair. oh. I might as well do that because it was like twenty five quid on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought, okay, I'll get it for three quid. I mean, it's a no brainer, isn't it? Um, picked it up and really have enjoyed it. Like, it's a really, really good game. So I've been playing a ton of that. Um, I've also been playing. Uh, oh, I played all of Monkey Island, the new one. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's, good game. It's really, really good. Like the art style is really jarring at first. Like, if, I think we talked about it a while yeah, ago yeah. Right, that I thought the art style was horrific. It really does look horrible for like the first te- first ten seconds, and then suddenly it's it's right. Yeah. Hey. Sorry, I'm having to yawn. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, what, what's my brand, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's so weird how the art style is so different, but it, it is very much reminiscent of the first game. Mm. 
I don't know how they've done that. Like, like it just becomes the first game so quickly. Um, the ending is a bit disappointing, mm. but it's very much like on brand for the game. Um, and it's just lovely. It's a really nice love letter to the series. Like you can tell the director has put a lot of love into the development of the game. Uh, and it's all about just saying, Hey, you know, the fans of the original game, we see you. And this is our way of saying, thank you for being fans. Right. That, that's what it feels. And the whole way through, it just feels like you're almost like being hugged by the game, which is, which is so nice. It's a Aww. nice feeling. It's, it's lovely. It's very silly. The humor is very, um, like modernized because the, the humor in the original, you probably could say was probably not very progressive. Ah. Uh, not, not to a negative point, but it just, it was very look very much like eighties, nineties humor, like, yeah. you know, wacky slapstick kind of stuff. I get you. I get you. Um, but it, this has done really well. So, so I've enjoyed that. I've played that. Um, I got Tales of Arise for fifteen quid. Oh, um, is that that's a game? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I because uh, me and my partner we were looking for some random JRPGs or whatever, just seeing what was in because that was the Bandai Namco sale, right? Or yeah, it was in that that I got it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we saw that and we were like, "Wow, this is a JRPG." It is. It's yeah. a JRPG with mechanics in it, and it has characters and scripts. Yeah, which is great. It just looks like um, one of the JRPGs of all time. Yeah, it is a JRPG. The, the the thing that makes it stand apart, though, is the crazy as hell combat system. Right. Okay. Like, it genuinely feels like you're fighting in an anime like while you're playing, which is a really cool thing, by the way. That's not a slight. That's a, that's okay. a good comment. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful game. It's, I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the Tales games have always been pretty good. Like, you know, like Tales of Bazaria Bes- and Tales of... What's the, the one that's really popular called? Uh, Tales of the Borderlands. And, no. <laughs> uh, Sonic, Sonic 2 and Tales. That one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange series, but you know, they're all there. That was pretty good. Uh, you mean Tales of Symphonia? <laughs> yes, that's what that's what amazing. <laughs> Tales of so. Symphonia, Tales of Bazaria, and Tales of Fantasia, I want to say? Yeah. Those are the ones. Yeah, I've heard Maybe, yeah. I've, I've heard good things about those games, so it makes sense that Tales of Arise is pretty good. Yeah, well. and it's fine. It's very much like you are the chosen one. Here's your friend who's also a chosen one. Let's go and get the seven crystals of power. Like it's very much that like storyline. Yeah, but it's it's cool. It's set in like a post-industrial like magical world. Oh, that's cool. Where like clearly there's been a war. There's like conflict, and you're playing. The main character is a guy that's got like an iron mask stuck on his face. He doesn't know what he looks like. He has no memory. You know, typical JRPG story. He's got no memory. He doesn't know what he is. But for some reason, he can't feel pain. Yeah. And the, the hot girl he meets, when any... Guess guess what her her thing is. Is she constantly in pain or something? Or sort makes of. other people what? feel pain? So whenever you touch her, um, thorns and lightning bolts erupt out of her and, and destroy you. Great. But obviously he can touch her, so I wonder where that story is going to go. Whoa. Uh, hey, yo. Yeah. But, but like I said, the. 69... <laughs> it's just enough. Uh, but the, the game is stunning. Like, it's graphically <laughs> one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and I, I just haven't given it the time because obviously I've been playing so much else this week. Oh. But um, I'm trying to think what else I've been playing. So we've got. Um... Oh, God. What's that game coming out tomorrow? The storybook game. Oh, literally coming out tomorrow. Um, Distrupia or something, or Plupia, pestilence? No, not pestilence. It's called. Um, I was just talking about it a minute ago. I'm just looking at one of my pentinence, penitence, pentiment. 
Pentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pentiment comes out tomorrow, which I'm really fucking hyped for. Pokemon comes out on Thursday. Yes. Um, and I'm playing Persona 5. Like, this is the most clutch week ever for yeah, gaming. You've, you've got a lot of games on the go. And I saw Black Panther. And I have been watching... Um, what I've been watching. The Simpsons, loads of that. Um, and also trying to learn how to draw on my tablet as well. So my And also going back to the gym wow. quite steadily. So a busy week but I, nice. I could go on forever about what i've been playing and watching because there is more yeah but i'm not going to because it's your turn to say what, what have you been playing or watching uh honestly like literally the same things as last week uh the last episode so um i finished resident evil 8 jesus i was about to say 6 i finished resident evil 8 um yeah it's a solid like 3.5 out, uh, out of 10 no sorry not 10 3.5 out, out of 5. Yeah, Village, yeah. I didn't Village. play the DLC, but the main game was like, yeah, it's like a solid Supposedly the DLC is very, very good. My little brother was five. telling me about it last week. He says it's it's very, very good. Yeah. Uh, after, I, I still want to try, try it, but I'm going to take I'm gonna take a break for, for a bit. Because, yeah, um, I know I keep saying 3.5 out of 10. I mean 3.5 out of 5 is what I mean. <laughs> I did wonder when you said that. I was like, yeah, I no, 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 no. Like I, 90%. I yes. think he means 90%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, like, it's pretty good. It's, like, not, like, the best game. I can see why people like Lady Dimitrescu, uh, but like because she's tall and booby. Yes, exactly right. But, Tally booby. Yeah, exactly. But the actual gameplay it weirdly turns into Call of Duty near the end of the game, which was really? I was not expecting. Yeah, there's just a section where you just play as Chris Redfield, and he's like, "All right, here we go," and and literally you get and like he breaks out of a lift into an airport. I'm. I mean, not if that far. Like, you get, like, an assault rifle with, like, a gajillion ammo, and I'm like, what? What? Why did this literally what? just turn into, like, a, like, literally Call of Duty? Like, you're calling in airstrikes. You literally call in airstrikes. Okay, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know anything about the game. All I know yeah. is that there is a giant lady in it who... Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to say that. I know yeah. what happens to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's very, like, <laughs> oh... It's just, dude. I was like, I was like, this is the most left field thing. I was like, I, I mean, sure. I, I forgot that I was. Does it like, make sense? Yeah, it does. But okay. it was just kind of like, okay, cool. But it's also jarring because I, the other game I've been playing is Modern Warfare Two. So like, oh right, okay. Yeah, I was like. Wait, am I playing the same game? This is, like, this is the new Modern Warfare, isn't it? Because I've lost track of what the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the new, yeah, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And how is it? Uh, it is a solid four out of five experience so far. I okay. haven't played the single player. It has become my like, um, just chill, chill and play a multiplayer game at nighttime and it's kind become of... your life service. You're, yeah, you're... basically, yeah. yeah. It's just like you know, I'll I'll go into quick play or ground war, run around shoot some people and watch a youtube video on my other monitor and it's pretty chill it's pretty nice yeah that's good that's good yeah it's good fun like yeah. i mean I, I, it's 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 ticking the boxes of like just enough like i'm having to use my brain to like play the game and you know, hitting flick shots and stuff is fun but i don't know i'm like not having to take it like super seriously um the crazy thing though is that you know, they've implemented i don't know how long it's been in call of duty because the last call of duty you played was the one warfare one remake um but they added a thing where well, now crossplay is on by default, uh, so I'm playing with a lot of yeah, I know that, and stuff, yeah. which is cool. Um, when you kill an enemy, it turns on their microphone for you for like a short period of time. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, really? so you just kill people, and uh, you know, I kind of forgot that there's this like massive audience of players who who are people who just play like Call of Duty. Like, they don't play any other games, so they just they just play the latest Call of Duty, and they're obviously the people who say 
interesting things. But most of the time, you just, like, As kill them. Racist. Yeah, and, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you kill them, and then they just, like, square and swear and rage. Like, the amount of times, the, the funniest thing is literally, like, it makes me laugh so hard. Because, like, I've been trying to level up this shotgun to, um... Unlock the slugs for it, or whatever. Okay, well, shotguns are natural uh, and uh, usually the ones that cause people to rage the most. Yeah, because like it's just one shot kill, right? Yeah, because yeah, like you know, you run shitty. around a corner and you just like shoot someone in the face. Because if you're using a sh- shotgun, you're a hacker and it's broken. Yeah, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just literally the amount of times I've shot someone with a shotgun, and then I just hear them slam their desk over their mic. <laughs> It's really funny. Oh, this sounds amazing. This has always been a feature I've joked about, like, <laughs> wanting, like, in Overwatch. Like, I want the ability to hear the other team when yeah. they lose. <laughs> so I just want to hear what who's being blamed for what, because it's... nine times out of ten, it's the healer. Yeah. And then I want to know why. Then I can turn around and say, well, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's funny because, like, also, it only plays you that audio for a very short period of time. So normally it does, th- you know, like, those, like meme videos where someone screams and it just cuts the audio. Yeah, yeah. It's just that on repeat, and it's really fun. That's an oddly genius feature. I mean, yeah. considering it's Activision and, you know, they've not exactly been very innovative recently, that's yeah. quite impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'll give them that. I'm quite impressed by that. It's really funny. I like it. I so, so, um, yeah, like, that's been a lot of fun, and I've just been playing it. I think there are, I think, Obviously, I'm not super into COD. There are some weird balance decisions that I'm like, sure, why not? Like, I find it really weird when games do the thing where you have a gun and it has like an a fully automatic mode. So, you know, you hold down the trigger and it just fires like, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have your semi-auto mode. But for some reason, they make the semi-auto mode do more damage than the automatic mode, even though you can still click as fast as the automatic mode. So okay, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know why. I wonder I, if that's for mobile gamers or something to yeah. encourage them not to be on auto fire all the time. Because you know most shooters yeah. on mobile are auto fire. Yeah, yeah. You just hold down the. Tr- yeah, yeah. You just. No, you don't. You don't need to. It just it shoots whatever the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. but it's it's just really weird. I always find that weird when games do this. But anyway, I mean the game's fun. Like it, it's it's a solid. I, I've thing. heard it's fun. I've yeah. heard it's, it's just one of those things though where people are like. I mean, it's just another Call of Duty, isn't yeah, it? Like, it's it, just, it does exactly what Call of Duty does. It's just more COD. I will say, yeah. the Ground War game mode is really fun, though. As in, like, that's the thing that's the standout for me. Is that like, So what's Ground War? Is it any different to a normal deathmatch? So Ground War is... They've basically made Battlefield in Call of Duty. Uh, so I know, I know the original... Um, sorry, <laughs> the, the first Modern Warfare had this mode in it. But it only had, like, tanks or something. This so is it game like a large-scale battle? Yeah, so it's like 20 yeah. versus 20 on a massive okay. map with five cat points, essentially. And you spawn with vehicles. But the thing they've added in this one is they've added this giant transport chopper that you can fly. And people can spawn in it, so it's a spawn point as well. But okay. also, this is the other thing that COD does really well, is that you can stand on vehicles and stand inside vehicles. And, like, it does not glitchy at all. It's like really good. Oh, okay. So, so it's like you're actually standing on it rather than accidentally standing on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So so like the crazy thing is that people can stand in this transport chopper and they can stand like kind of like at the edge of it or like outside, you know, wh- where the open bay is. Normally people would just like run and jump and just parachute out, which is cool. But like uh, you just look at the transport chopper in the air and it's just full of people with sniper rifles and rocket launchers. <laughs> So you just have this like flying death machine. Right. Just... Okay. I mean that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it really sound funny. Fun. It's really funny. And the best part, the, the other genius design is that when the chopper 
uh, goes down, so it loses health. It doesn't just immediately blow up and, like, kill everyone. It just, like, descends really slowly. So <laughs> you have this really funny moment when, like, the chopper's going down. Especially when you shoot down the chopper. And then you just pull out, like, a light machine gun, and you just see, like, ten people, ten parachutes just, like, fly out, and it's just, like, f hunting season. <laughs> okay, just, like, so this fully... is, like, Fortnite at that point. Yeah, yeah, you just, like, full auto yeah. into the sky. <laughs> it's, like... Wow, okay. So, I mean, yeah, like, and, and that's pretty fun. Like, I, I had moments which, like, this is just, like, playing Battlefield, which is great. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about the single player. Uh, I've heard it's, like, pretty decent. I still need to sit down and play it. Uh, and I'm really interested to see what they do with Warzone two and the dmz mode they're adding which is basically like an escape from tarkov extraction mode in call of dmz Duty. what does dmz stand for uh, <laughs> uh you just know is it you just know the acronym but you know what it means uh, no i know i know i think it stands for demilitarized zone but i think they're just oh, okay. calling it D dmz mode i don't no, no, know okay I, I wasn't trying to be a clever ass oh, i was actually I, just wondering because i don't know what dmz i'm not gonna lie i thought you were trying to set me up for like a d's nuts joke or something so, no, no, no. So I know. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to get owned. <laughs> kind of ashamed of myself that I didn't do that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a low-hanging fruit there. Much like these yeah. nuts. Oh, there we go. We got there. We right. Got there. All right. We did it. We did it. Nice. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. COD's good. Uh, I started playing this puzzle game called A Little to the Left, which is like a relaxing kind of like tidying uh, yep. up game. Uh, I know exactly what it is. Yep. What do you? It was on the Nintendo Showcase. Uh, oh, I cool. Play it. Yes. It looked really irritating, and the people <laughs> talk about it also looked really irritating. So that's fair. I bought on I bought on Steam uh, the other day because I thought I really like the look of the game, and I like these kind of games where you have to just like they don't really give you much direction. You just have to figure out what the developer is trying to tell it, you. It was so, very much like um, unpacking. Yes, it's very similar yeah. to unpacking. I'd say. Um, but the, 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 so there was a. I mean, we'll skip ahead, but only for only briefly. But there was a, a mention of it on the Nintendo Indie Showcase. Mm. And the two people presenting it were clearly like a husband and wife that have made a game, which is kind of cute. But they are two of the most irritating people I've ever seen on screen. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, oh, look how fun this is. I'm so happy. La la la. And I was just like, oh my god, you people. I want to smack you. <laughs> but I mean, good for them for releasing a really good... I mean, it's, it's getting, this is just me being an old grump. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're lovely, and I'm sure I've completely misjudged them, as I often do. Um, but I'm glad you're enjoying it, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, and I just finished chapter one, so I'll see what, how it goes further on, but yeah. A big game or a short game or what? Um, I think I'm, I played for about an hour and a bit last night and I'm about 33% of the way through, but they have this thing where like, there's like a thing called a daily tidy. So there's like a new puzzle every day and it seems like there's an achievement oh, okay. for completing 365 of them. So I assue they right, have okay. like... A puzzle Which no one's ever gonna do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this game is on mobile. I feel like it would be perfect for that. that that's a mobile game feature. Like, yes. That's a, a, a daily login feature, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah. right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a cool idea. Uh, again, it's just like, it's more to do with like intrinsic value, right? Of like the joy of just solving the puzzle rather yeah. than being like I'm level. You know, it's not Collect like Call of it's not like Call of Duty where it's like I jump around a corner, shoot a guy, an X appears on my screen, and says plus a hundred, and then I get dopamine straight in my brain. Yeah. So like, and then I log out till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um, slam my thing on my desk, and someone hears me scream for half a second. <laughs> it's so funny, man. I can't. Nice. I can't wait for more people to release like uh, these co like that just, feature. Like, not without well, feature, but also just like compilation videos of just like the funniest reactions. Well, did you ever watch the? There was a. I mean, they're still being made now, but there was a really long series of videos by a group that were playing Armor, and they were like 
they were all British, and they were all just like, you're all a bunch of bloody idiots. Like, and they just talk is, to each other like they're all idiots. Is this the one with, like, line battles? Or, no, it's an armor. Uh, it's, it's armor. So no, it's I armor. Think, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've seen this series. Oh, uh, you're talking about Soviet Wombles videos. Where Possibly. it's like arm, armor bullshittery or whatever. They're yeah, great. armor bullshittery. That's yeah, it. yeah, they're yeah. great and, and, videos. There's, there's yeah. like one guy who's trying to play seriously and the rest of them are just literal morons. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all yeah, just yeah. like hooting and yeah. like, it's, it's, it's it's just hilarious. Like, his video, well, sorry, his, their, they, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, their videos are incredible, so. Yeah, I would those. highly recommend them on YouTube if you've not seen them. Yeah. Sort of, I mean, I'm going to segue a little bit here as well. But yeah, go for it. Back in, back in the day... Um, just as like voice chat software was starting to become available, there was things called TeamSpeak and Ventrilo. Yeah. And there were some really great Ventrilo trolling videos of like a guy. Oh, man, yeah. uh, sorry, there was there was a woman who ran a Ventrilo server, and someone came on with like a Duke Nukem soundboard. That <laughs> oh, was video. absolutely brilliant. That was classic video. And she like the, the woman's like clearly in a lot of distress as it's going on because she's like, please just get off my server. And he's I've, like, um, damn. I've got I'm all out of bubbles. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, balls, 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 that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we both know this uh, one. Oh, the good old days, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get straight into our agenda then, I guess. Let's get uh, into it, much okay. like, because it's 69, oh. I can't repeat it anymore. I'm also cleaning my bathroom while we're talking, so. <laughs> oh, are you actually? I am, yeah. Wow. That's, that's at the moment. That's pretty, that's, uh, pretty yeah. sick, Wireless headphones, baby. Baby. Uh, okay, so let's start with the Game Awards nominees then. I'm trying yeah. to open this link that you've posted. So I'll say we go through a couple of them and we talk about what we would vote for. Like, I, I don't think it's a problem for us to say what we'd vote for because I like the fact that the Game Awards is quite divisive. Yeah. Like, it's okay if you don't mind. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy. Let me just, I, just, so, I just need to bring up literally the list of the nominees. So It only went live today, so it went live at 5 o'clock today. Okay, cool. Sweet. And for context, it's now 8 o'clock. It is, yes, we are recording at 8 o'clock GMT. On Monday. Monday. The okay. 14th of November. So, are we going to go 2022. Through, do you want to go through all of them quickly? or? Uh, let's do the top ones. But we, we can ignore the esports ones, because I literally have no idea who any yeah, of these people yeah, are. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So, so let's see, if you, You'll have to read them out, because I'm, I'm in my bath at the moment. I'm not in the bath, I'm cleaning it. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Okay, so, uh, let's start with the, the big one, obviously. Uh, we've got Game of the Year. Uh, yes, yeah, so what are the nominees? There were six nominees, weren't there? Yes, the nominees are yeah. A Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I think... oh, I'd be interested to hear what your choices are on that one. I mean... Have you, have you played God of War? No, because I don't have a PS... Uh, I've, not... no, I've, I've got a PS4, but I don't have a PS5, but... Um... Yeah, uh, I have not played it, but I'm hearing it's just more God of War, but which yeah. is also good. It's a really good game, so it's more of that basically. Um, but I so guess before before you give me your guess, I, I I don't think it's it's between six games. I think it's between two games. Yes, I think it's between two games. Yeah. very much so. So um... which is Stray and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles Three, um, the greatest game of all time, really. You know, booby so, sword time. How, what, so go on then. What, what do you think is going to be the winner? I mean, Elden Ring. Yeah, so... I don't think I don't think it's close. No. However, Stray was one of those games that kind of attracted that, um, like, sweet audience, oh my god, it's a cat audience, yeah. and there was quite a lot of people that quite liked it, and I feel like that audience might have some sway. I just don't think they're going to have enough sway on it to push yeah, Game I, of the Year. I don't think anything else apart from Elden Ring will win. However, there was a big issue with recency bias. Yes. 
So there's probably a lot of people that would give Elden Ring Game of the Year, but will vote on God of War because they've just played it. Mm, I I agree, but I think Elden Ring is one of these games where it it literally took over like the like the zeit the gaming zeitgeist. It, I think it did. right, yeah, and it had the whole like you know hype build up to it. Also, it's a FromSoft game, so you've got all the FromSoft, like... The bros. Yeah, FromSoft guys who are just going to always vote for it, so... And I mean, and also, it was a very good game, so... It was was genuinely like a 10 out of 10. I I would give it almost a flawless review. Yeah, well, it's a a well-deserved game of the year, I think, so... I mean, to to me, as a, you know, game industry professional, middle-aged man, someone with a lot of experience in gaming, I would say that it's it's an open-shut case for Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, we're not the games industry. We're not all the players. We're not all the fans. We're not all the different audiences. We don't know how people are going to sway. Yeah. Oh my. I God. hope it's. I hope it's Elden Ring. I just worry that God of War is going to get it, and it's going to be kind of like. Ugh. I think if God of War wins, I think it. God of War is obviously it's a good game, and I think it would still be. It's a game that's probably worthy of a uh, game of the year. It's, it's worthy just, of a game of the year. Yeah, it's, year. Just, it's just Elden Ring is going to win. So, And I'm I'm sad as well for Horizon because like Horizon was a really good game from what I've been told, but yeah. it's just not good enough to be game of the year compared to those two yeah. Goliaths. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, there's not much you can do really. No. Um. Okay, cool. So let's move on. So we've got best game direction. Uh, Wait, sorry, this best is that game of the year? Uh, no, so yeah, that was game of the year, like game. Okay, of just the define year. what game of the year means, though, because it actually defines it. Oh, okay. So let me have a look. So game of the year is recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. There you go, creative and technical field, yeah, which is an Elden important Ring. point. Yeah. Because Elden Ring, on a technical level, was also insane. insane. Yeah. yeah. Like at points, I was like, "This is not from this generation. This is from the next generation." Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, sorry, I just wanted to clarify what Game of the Year actually meant, because it's never really been clarified before, and now yeah. it has, so... That's yeah. cool. Okay, so next next thing is Best Game Direction, which is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation <laughs> in game direction and design. So it's basically Game of the Year, but... You yeah, it's, it's Game of the Year 2. Yeah, and yeah. funny enough, the nominees, Elden Ring, <laughs> God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray... And Immortality, which is different. Yeah, which is... Uh, did you play Immortality? No, it's on my list to play. But it's it's a player. game that exists. It's a yeah. thing. I um, want to see. Apparently it's a very artsy game. or whatever. Or it is. It, yeah, which is it, it, also my It wasn't alley, for me. So. Yeah. It, well, it wasn't a me game, and I thought it would have been, but it didn't appeal to me at all. I just got to the... I, I got partway through it, just went... Bored of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to play it, so... It's, 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 I, it's, it's on very Game Pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason not to play it. It's very unusual. Yeah. But uh, but again, so it's down to the big hitters, which is God of War and... Um, Horizon. Her- Her- no, <laughs> Elden Ring. <laughs> well, I think I think basically... El- this is my guess. Elden Ring's going to win Game of the Year. And I yep. think God of War might win Best Game Direction. Or to be honest, I think... I- I- well, this is it. Always with Game of the Year, there's probably another category which game- God of War is in. And if I were to guess, it's in all of them, yeah. Uh, so just just a, just a spoiler, those three games are in nearly every single category. Okay, well, and there's like 22 categories. They're obviously not for in best esports, but for everything that, that they could be in, they're in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Best game direction is probably 
you can't give it to Elden Ring because it's going to win Game of the Year, but I guess you would give it to Horizon Forbidden West out of the two. I think so, in yeah. a, in, as a logical brain, but my inkling is it's going to go to God of War. Yeah. Because I think people are going to vote Game of the Year for Elden Ring and then go, oh, but I want God of War to, to win it as well. So that, that this will be like the second winner. Yep. And I actually think they might have added this category because of those two games being in it this year. Definitely. Because they know that those are two very high high profile games. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. But again, we'll see what the people yeah. vote. Okay. So really interesting one to watch this year. Then we've got Best Narrative. So this is Category 3. Uh, for yep. Outstanding Storytelling... And narrative development in a game, we've got <laughs> our, our usuals, A Plague yep. Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. I think God of War will win this one. I think it'll win it as well. Yep. I think, actually, I think it's quite a, quite a far, like a, it's, it's far ahead of the other, the other titles, I think, yep. in this one. Yeah. Because this, fun. to me, like, God of War is about the narrative, and I don't think Elden Ring had a very clear narrative it was strong when you understood it but i don't think it was very clear as you played because mm-hmm. it's you know it's the typical dark souls thing where it's like oh if you want to find out what this is you've got to suck the 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 slime out of a space snail's anus and then drink three umbilical cords and it's like why <laughs> why just give me a book and show me what it means or read it to me or speak it to me <laughs> no it's written on the back end of a fucking space horse yes Exactly. That only appears on a Tuesday when the sun's in the fourteenth house. Like it's, it's that that's Elden Ring storytelling, which is I, I think is very unique and very cool, but also super fucking irritating. The sun of the fourteenth house is it's a great name. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I agree. So nearly done with my cleaning now as well. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's let's, let's move on because there's a lot of categories. So yeah, sorry, I'm talking got, a lot. We've got best art direction. So for outstanding creative and or technical achievement. In artistic design and animation, you got your usuals: Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, and then Stray. And you also have Scorn, which is that gory yeah. horror game. So Scorn's only positive point was that it looked stunning. Yes. Apparently, as a game, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, I... And I'm going to give it a play because it's on Game Pass, so of yeah. course I'm going to try it out. But I've got too many other fucking games to play at the moment. Uh, this week is clutch for video games, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah, so yeah. much out. I think um, uh, Horizon wins this one. I'd like to say Horizon, but I think it's going to be God of War. Yeah, yeah. I think for every fan of Horizon, there is at least two for God of War. That's fair. Yeah. But right, I... bit, bit, again, we'll, we'll find out. Like, n- neither of us are right or wrong. This is just opinion. No, I'm, so... oh, I'm right. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> is this really... like? Sorry, I'm looking at... Crazy, the... isn't it? Yeah, why... the? <sighs> They should implement some kind of rule, which is like you can't be nominated for multiple. You can be nominated for, for three categories. I think yeah. should be the rule. Jesus Christ! Three categories okay. per game, but it's it's just silly. So we've got best score in music. So <laughs> we, I mean that's a bit... Ron Weasley, yeah. Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> U three. Got... Why is it you know the meme? Why is it always U three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it always U <laughs> three? Yeah. Uh, a Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles three. Wait, is Metal Hellsinger the Doom music game? Yes. Okay. I haven't right, played I know it. what that is then. I, I, know, I know of it. But, um, I mean, I'm going to assume Elden Ring wins this. I'd like it to be Elden Ring because the music is fucking beautiful. That's what I that mean, game. yeah. Like, yeah. So, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't heard the soundtracks of the other games, so I can't really say much about them. The God of War one is nice, but it's not, yeah. like, stand it out. doesn't stand out. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just nice, like, 
Nordic music. Or Nordic? Mm. Not Nordic. Like, God music, I'll call it. <laughs> yeah, God music. Yeah. Um, okay, then we've got best audio design. This is very interesting. So we've got your usual Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon. Then you've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Gran Turismo 7. Well, I don't know either of the last two games because I haven't played them, but you could probably comment on Call of Duty. Like, what is the audio like in that game? I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good, but, you know, it's just guns in it. No, it's just, it's just modern. It's just, it's just you heard guns. it here first, people. Ollie's hot take on Call of Duty. It's, it's just, just guns. It's just guns, isn't it? For anyone like, going in expecting something else, it's not. It's just guns. I have a feeling for audio design. I don't know about for I don't know about Horizon how good it is, but I assume it's very good, or it's God of War. Um, I don't think Elden Ring's audio is like the soundtrack is good, but the general audio is like decent. But it's not so, like. So here's my counterpoint. I played a lot of Elden Ring by sound. Because there was yeah. a lot of moments where I was like, oh, I think something's happening over there because I can hear it. Or yeah. I can sort of hear... Like, there's, there's a bit where you can hear, like, creepy singing. Like, opera singing. Yeah, and, that and is cool. Yeah. You, you, you follow the sound to discover it. And there's bits where you can hear, like, twinkling. And you follow the twinkling and it's, a, you know, it's one of those little rolly moth things with the big balls in front of them. Mm. Um, and th- there was a lot of moments where sound did play a big role. And the music was lovely and the atmosphere was... was fucking stunning in that game there were points where i felt like actually a little bit like scared while i was playing it because i was like i'm on my own in this big scary world and something could get me at any moment yeah and it was the audio that was playing into that so i i, I would probably go for Adam ring but i'm i'm very biased on this one <laughs> hmm. Hmm. yeah i i guess i i feel like elden ring is good but i have a feeling that like horizon probably has really good audio design i don't know something about it tells me that it has really good audio design but god of war as in like i do think don't get me wrong like elden ring is really good but i feel like they can't give elden ring every award right i could i would i mean they i mean they could they literally i'd be like best esports professional if they play this the elden ring title screen music every time it wins an award then yeah sure <laughs> i'll take that that'd be, that'd be really funny so let's do a few, few more but i'm also aware this could go on all night so let's just do a few more yeah do you want to do best performance i don't honestly i don't know much about them <laughs> is that me <laughs> yes it's uh clark for oh, okay. The Sunfire Tap. We've got um, yeah. It's just you know, there's two forgot two God of War. So I'm assuming Christopher Judge is Kratos, and then Kratos Sonny, Sonny Soljic is, is uh, what's um, Aloy? No, not Aloy. No, uh, um, the, the Sun. What's the Sun's name? It's it's boy. Um, uh, boy. Yeah. It's Aspir or something. Like it's beginning with it begins uh, with an A. Atreus. That's one. Atreus. That's it. There yeah, go, yeah. Thank you. And then yeah. uh, we've got. Man on Gage and Immortality. Uh, again, haven't yeah. played it. We've got Charlotte Charlotte McBurney for uh, play a Plague Tale Requiem, and then which is supposedly a stunning game, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably yeah. great. I don't think it's my kind of game. Nope, not thing. for me at all. But yeah. Uh, then we've got uh, Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West. So I dropped a vote on Ashley Birch because it's the person I recognise. Yes. Um, and mainly because I can't really comment on the others, which is an unfair vote, I admit. Yeah. Um, but she's also had an amazing career, and I've watched her grow and grow and grow, and she does the voice of Aloy really well. So Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually know Aloy's voice very well. The only ones I know here is because I played the original God. I played God it's, of War. It's weirdly, like, 
you can't tell it's Ashley Birch until you watch Hey Ash what you're playing and then you're like oh yeah it's definitely her oh wow yeah. like, um, like the, the voice is it's like um, in the Bayonetta uh, drama when um, Jennifer Hale took over as the voice yeah if you didn't know who Jennifer Hale was you would just think it's Bayonetta but if you've played Overwatch all you can hear is Ash mm. it's really odd because there's a slight Texan twang in the background of Bayonetta's voice now and it's it's odd yeah, um, but that's one of the categories. That was in one of the categories. Well, Bayonetta was. I think it was best oh. action adventure game or something. Interesting. Okay. Which is not going to win, but <laughs> yeah, it's not going to win. Uh, then we've got games for impact. Uh, for no, no, I didn't know this one. Didn't yeah, know I category. don't know. And I've I heard I've heard of one of these games, which is kind of crazy because I haven't like played. So the was it God of War in the category? No, <laughs> no. Oh. Games of Impact is fi- finally all new games, but unfortunately says a lot that I don't know them. But uh, there's mm. a Memoir Blue, As Dusk Falls, Citizen Seeper, which is the one I do know, yeah. uh, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. Which, mm-hmm. um... Oh! So I... I I didn't realize that I was a teenage exocolonist is by Northway Games, which is cool. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, which is the person who made... Um, Wow, there's these like zombie games which I played a lot. They're on mobile and they were really good. Uh, I forgot what they were called, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look it up. But anyway, yeah. Have you heard of any of these games? Heard of, heard of from Dusk, whatever it's called, the Dusk one. Yeah. Um, and it's on my. It's actually installed on my Xbox. I just haven't played it yet because it's supposedly a two-player co-op game. Oh, interesting. Um, and I wanted to play it with someone else, but obviously I'm a lonely old man, so no one loves me anymore. Oh. Um, but no, I didn't think it was very fair for me to play it to rate on these games because I haven't played any of them. Mm. So I just kind of went, mm, no, I'll hold off on this one. And it's the same for. I actually have a different reason, but it's the same outcome for uh, games for special something special. Like I want to say special needs, but it's not special needs. It's like games that um, uh, help the partially abled, uh, the differently abled and stuff. And again, I don't think it's fair for me to vote on that because I'm not differently abled. Hmm. So I don't know what would be impactful to me because, like, for example, if there's a really good colorblind mode in a game, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Because it's it's not really right for me to vote on that, so I decided to stay away from those categories. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, um, let's so, do one more and then we'll move on. So, we've... Uh, sorry, I just realised as well. Northway Games are the people who made Rebuild. That was the. Um, I've not heard of those. Okay. Well. Yeah, Rebuild, and they made Fantastic Contraption. And I was a teenage exocolonist is a narrative deck building life sim, which now I'm interested ah, to play. It. All those things I want in a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of the things I want in a game. Um, uh, okay, cool. So let's, let's do one just... more category and then we'll move on because yeah, yeah. the rest of them kind of get a bit obscure now. Yeah, we've got. Um, well, let's go. Uh, oh, okay, you know what? Let's talk about the important ones. Let's talk, talk okay. about the important. Ones. Oh, so, that's a yeah. We could have skipped some of the early ones. It's like fucking yeah. whatever. Best yeah. indie, right? This is the important. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is important. So we've got Cult of the Lamb. No, you just you, why are you reading games? Like? It's Vampire Survivor. It's not here. They're wrong, is why. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, why is it on there? So, so we've got Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Well, I know what you're going to vote for, Neon White. Yeah, Neon White is obviously my vote. I think Stray is going to win. Stray will win, because uh, Stray's going to get that audience. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. the audience the for audience Stray. Vote, yeah. yeah. Um, but to me, it would be not Tunic. What was the first one? Cult of the Lamb. Call the Lamb. It would be. I haven't played it, but from what people have told me about it, what I've seen of it, it's that game. Uh, it's Devolver. It's a. 
They're the indie darlings, you know they are. I know like... people really like Cult of the Lamb, but I don't know. I played it, and I was like, yeah, it's like a I solid I think that's going to be a close... A clo- I'd like to see the results on that one, though, because yeah. I think that's going to be close. Because it's going to be between Stray, Cult of the Lamb, and Neon White. I think... I think. And Tunic's going to get a lot of people as well. Yeah, I think Sifu... Yeah, Sifu's very niche, but I think the people who did play Sifu really enjoyed it. So. I just don't think enough people played it because yeah. no one really spoke about it when it came out because it was like this game's really hard. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I wish Neon White would win, but it's not gonna win. It's the, it's the mm. it's the best. I haven't played Tunic to be fair. Uh, I don't. I was think... so I was so disappointed with Tunic because it is genuinely a very good game and it's it's my preference as to why I didn't like it. It's just because it's far too hard. Yeah, yeah. Like way too hard. Like it, it, the difficulty is like above celeste for me and i was just wow. like okay not for me not for really? me yeah uh okay so let's keep going so as in like let's do <laughs> the big ones so <sighs> I mean, now see the problem is is that now we're getting to the big ones okay let's just do best action there's best action game uh which is bayonetta 3 like you said call of duty modern warfare 2 neon white sifu and teenage mutant <laughs> ninja turtles i think we know who's going to win this one well, I voted very specifically on this one. Well, I think Modern Warfare 2 is going to win. But... No, I voted for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I know that's ridiculous. I know it was a good game. Don't get me wrong. I voted for. It was a good game. But I think Modern Warfare 2 is going to win this. See, the thing is, I don't want Modern Warfare or Call of Duty in general to get any awards. Because I'm yeah. tired of them kind of copy... I know, you've en- I know you've enjoyed it and I appreciate a lot of people enjoying the game. But I'm tired yeah. of them copy-pasting the same crap every year. Oh, I'm, I'm done with Call of Duty. They get enough awards. They get enough yeah. money. They get enough praise. I... They don't need... They don't need more. I would nominate Sifu for this, personally. That's what I would vote for. I think Sifu's okay. action is, like, animation-focused, and it does something that a lot of people stray away from, and which is, like, procedural combat, like, animation, and it looks really good, and they gave mm. it a really good shot, which I yeah. love. So, like, that's why I would vote for it. And also, the combat's just really satisfying and good. Like, the animation's great. Um, but, yeah. I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is really good and fun, but I think Modern Warfare 2 is going to win. That's my that's my opinion. Have we done uh, best multiplayer yet? Did we do best multiplayer? Uh, no. Okay, where is that? Best multiplayer. Here we go. So we've got Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Multiversus, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge on that one. Uh, I would vote for Modern Warfare 2 out of this list. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Sorry. So if if this was a year ago, I'd have voted for Overwatch. I'm absolutely not voting for Overwatch anymore because I think they are dropping the ball all yeah. over the place at the moment. I, I don't even think technically the game is as good as it was. Yeah. That it's so buggy and there's so much wrong with it now. It doesn't feel like the same game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Splatoon three w- had an amazing launch. It's an amazing game, but it is literally just Splatoon two with a with a few bits of makeup on the top of it. Like it's not really anything more than Splatoon two. So I think they really dropped like the the effort ball on that one. Yeah, uh, and I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was really fun to play with my friends. I really enjoyed it. Like we played as a group of four, it was just fun. Yeah. It felt like I was back in the arcades as a thirteen-year-old. Yeah. So my vote goes to Turtles, but I know it's not going to win. Yeah. So yeah. I I think Splatoon three might win this one. I I don't think it will. I don't think it has the fan base. I think it did. I don't think it does anymore. I think it has a fan base that's probably going to pay more attention to the Game Awards than Modern Warfare two. That's my weird oh, take. Fair. That's a fair point. That's my weird take. I don't think that is a weird take. I think that's quite an quite a insightful take, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what, what have we got left? What categories have we got left? I don't know go, which order you're doing this in because be- I've got well, a different order. On my let's screen. talk about best debut indie because this, this is important for you. 
I guess. Because this is where me. Because <laughs> yeah, there's only one winner. <laughs> well, this is where this is where me and you fight to the death. So the 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 games here are Neon White, uh, Norco, uh, Stray, sixty nine, Tunic, <laughs> and uh, Clark's darling, Vampire Survivors. Clark's darling. Everyone's darling. It's yeah. fucking wonderful that game. I think it's, it's, I I think Vampire Survivors win. will win. No, I think it no. will. Win. No, it's going to be Stray. I really uh, don't want it to be Stray. But you know it's going to be Stray because it's got a fucking cat on it. Maybe I should sign in and vote. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll actually I, vote. I'm gonna, this uh, is bigger than the presidency. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I really want Neon White to win. Because I think Neon White is... Well, it's my game of the year. But So, um, so here's, my, here's my industry take. I hope Neon White wins. Mm-hmm. I hope Vampire Survivors wins. I don't hope Stray wins, and yeah. I don't hope Norco wins, but I also hope Tunic wins, because those are three titles that came out of small developers that worked really fucking hard on a very impressive product. Yeah. So my personal opinion against them doesn't matter, because I would like all three of those to win, because I think they're amazing games. Yeah. So there you go. That's my my mature take. But my Clark take is, fuck you, Vampire Survivors are going to win. Ha 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 69. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you can't just say a shit take and then say ha 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 sixty nine. Ha ha, yes I can, sixty nine. <laughs> All right, I just dabbed. <laughs> okay, oh my god. Uh, let's go with best. Let's go with one more final one. Uh, let's go with best. Uh, sorry, most anticipated game because this is always oh, interesting. Can't wait to see this one. Yeah, this is interesting. So, no, no. I, oh, I just wasted on you. That was. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, I can't wait to see yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just got it. I'm slow. I'm sorry. Why is Resident Evil 4 in this one? I thought because that came out like eight years that ago. Is, that's my vote, followed very closely by Tears of the Kingdom, which is the Legend of Zelda game. So, so oh. let's talk about... Wait, so first of all, the nominees got Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, and you're voting Resident Evil 4. Personally, yes, but I think what? I think Legend of Zelda. I think. What do you think I'm I'm voting for? I think you're voting for Starfield. No. Okay, no. Never mind. Go on, guess. Keep guessing. Well, it's either that or Final Fantasy 16. No. Oh, what are you voting for? You have to guess. You've got three guesses left. <laughs> I mean, Zelda. Nope. You're voting for Hogwarts Legacy. I am, and I know, I know, what? I know. Okay, there's a lot of problems with this okay. game because of the, the horrible woman at the top of it. Yeah. There was a video release recently of about 15 to 20 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely felt like it was a magical experience. Like, it, okay. it just looked really engaging, really interesting, and really fun. And, and I watched it, and I got more hype from that trailer than I got from any of the trailers in this category. Interesting. And I, I, I literally watched all the trailers next to each other, and that was the only one that made me go, holy shit, I want to play this game. Okay. Because... If you think about it, um, Zelda, it's Breath of the World 2, it's a sequel, it's probably going to be more of the same, mm. with some new stuff uh, sprinkled on, but there's only so much they can do with that game. Final Fantasy 29, or whatever that number is, um, 6,411, um, it's another Final Fantasy game, we know what to expect. Yeah. Resident Evil 4, it's a remake. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Starfield is the only other one that kind of gives me a little bit of hype, but still, it's a Bethesda game, so I know it's going to be buggy as fucking probably quite a disappointing launch. Yeah. So of, of all those games, the only one I don't know about is Hogwarts Legacy. Hmm. So you see? And yeah. I, I understand there is the whole transphobia thing, and I don't want to support a transphobe, so I'm going to pirate it. I'm saying it now, don't care. 
I'm going to pirate the game or I'm going to get it on some dodgy website for cheap because, you know, fuck J.K. Rowling. But I'm genuinely hyped for that game. That's fair. And I know it's fair. horrible, but that's my point. No, I mean, if, it, it. I mean, if the game looks good, the game is good, right? At the end of the day. But, does, I mean, yeah. obviously, like you said, not a fan of J.K. Rowling and the shit. No, not a fan of her behaviour. Also, the people... The 69 that, things you know, that people she's worked hard on this. <laughs> The people who worked hard, the people worked hard in this game, right? Like the developers and stuff, who yeah, probably don't align with J.K. Rowling's views and things like that. And if the game does not reflect her views or reflect, you know, these kinds of troublesome things in the Harry Potter universe, then that's fair. I honestly yeah. don't know enough about the game, so. Uh, but I, I was surprised because I had no interest. But then the video that I watched did really grab me. Like I was like, oh, yeah, this feels like the feeling when you read the books. Hmm. Which is an interesting way, it's an interesting kind of emotion to purvey in a game. Yeah. Because I felt like the same feeling I get when I go back and read the books. Like, oh, that feeling of, like, mystery and wonder again. Yeah. Which is cool. Cool. So, yeah, that's that's my thing. I don't think it's going to win, though. I genuinely think it's going to be between Starfield and Zelda. I think Zelda's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. But, ugh. All right. Well, that's the Game of the, game of the Year uh, awards nominees. I realise that we're at 52 minutes and we've only done our first <laughs> well, uh, To be fair, Black Panther and God of War they're going to be quite quick because you haven't yeah, played yeah, God yeah. of War neither have I and Black Panther I've seen you haven't so it's going to be quite quick. Okay, let's just go over that quickly then. So what's your opinion on Black Panther? Um, I like what it's doing. I like that it's tackling a lot of very difficult issues for you know the Black Lives Matter movement was obviously a big thing when the movie was being created. Mm-hmm. You could tell the movie was filmed during COVID. Yeah. Um. Because it's it's very sparse. There's not much really happening in it. Yeah. And and what is happening is pretty much all CGI. Um. It doesn't in any way, shape, or form feel like a Marvel movie at all. Really? Like no, not at all. Like it at, at some point. I mean, it's two and a, two hours forty minutes long. The movie is. Jesus Christ. And it Christ. felt it felt like two hours and forty minutes because it was fucking long. Like yeah. and and. I wanted to enjoy it. I just couldn't. I couldn't get through that much movie. It was too much movie, and there wasn't enough happening in it. Like none of the story really linked together. The main bad guy is hilarious. Like I'm not going to say who they are or what they why they're funny, but you'll see as soon as you see them. I couldn't stop laughing. It, it, I can't believe that actually made it onto the screen. Okay. Because the, the actual person playing it, fantastic, and they're acting amazing, but the Marvel character, hilarious, like ridiculous. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous it was um in a world that establishes the thing that this character can do the way that this character does that thing is just bonkers it's so stupid yeah um so yeah so i just i don't know i I know people have loved it and i've got some uh friends like people of color who've really enjoyed the empowering feeling they got of it and i remember when i went to see the first black panther movie i came out of that feeling like a strong independent black man like i i was super supportive of everything that movie was doing because i was like holy fucking shit wakanda forever this is amazing but this movie i came out of and i was just like i don't really care about any of this mm. like it's too much it's it was it was that the message was important but it had lost the point of the movie because it was trying too hard to push like a an alternate narrative yeah if that makes sense yeah, yeah and yeah, i yeah. appreciate that it's trying to do that but it just lost the point so i could go on forever about this i just didn't didn't like it and I'm kind of disappointed. I sat for two hours and forty minutes in the cinema watching it. Would you recommend going into the like? Would you recommend watching it in the cinema, like to go watch it? It's definitely a cinematic movie. It's one for the cinema. Um, 
I think if you were to watch it at home, you'd probably find yourself reaching for the remote and skipping every now and again. Yeah. There were, there were some scenes that just go on for a long time. That's what I'm a bit scared about, I guess. But I'm I'm also, sure, again... like, I, I, I think it's perfectly enjoyable in the cinema. Like, I think you'll enjoy it. It's going to be the same way that I think I'm going to go into Avatar. Yeah. Because Avatar is, what, three hours and something long? Yeah. It's three and a half hours, I think it is. And that, I don't care what anyone says, that's too long for any movie. Yeah. It's like, very long. And... I feel like it's going to be the same. I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy the pretty visuals and all the nice music and stuff, but that's going to be about it. The problem is with the Candle Forever, even the music wasn't that good. The actual, the, the background music, so the choices for some of the songs were great, but the score was like really forgettable. Mm. There was nothing about the score. It was just the, the Wakanda theme every now and again. And a lot of those drums, a bit too much of the drums. Yeah. <laughs> it was like every now and again, it was like... Dum, 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 dum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and it was like, it, are the, is the music trying to talk to me? Like, have I missed something? <laughs> but yeah, that's my opinion on Wakanda Forever. So I say we also, I don't, because you haven't seen it, so there's probably yeah, no point in me asking you what you think about it. But I would recommend going to check it out. Okay. Uh, but I would say, if you've got a nice TV, watch it on a HD TV, on a 4K TV. Yeah. Um, and then God of War Ragnarok obviously came out this, came out last week. Yeah. We, um, I guess we kind of talked, talked quite a lot about it, it yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like it's a good game. I've had good it reviews, does. you know. Uh, so uh, it has convinced me to set my PS4 back up okay. and run the updates and reconnect the controllers and get those charged up. Bit of a pain in the ass getting that thing set back up. Apparently, it's just been it's been sitting in a box for a long time. Apparently, playing it, playing the old God, sorry, the new God of War on PS4, it just sets your PS4 on fire. Yeah, like people are saying that it's unplayable because of how loud the PS4 gets. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I'm actually doing because I never played the original, I never played the 2018 oh, version. Okay, I have it. I just never played it. Yeah. I'm loading it back up, and once I've finished Persona 5, Pokemon, and... Because oh Pokemon comes out... No, no, no. I, I, am, I am definitely getting through these games, though. Yeah. Because completing Monkey Island was one of those things that made me go, oh, I actually can complete games. And I've completed yeah. a few games over the past few weeks. That's pretty good, yeah. And Persona 5, I'm now at the point that I've never got to in any of the previous times I've played it, so I'm, I'm pushing towards the end. Okay, that's good, yeah. So, and I know I'll complete Pokemon, because I do every single time a Pokemon comes yeah. out, but then I get lost in the end game. Um, but once I finish Pokemon, I'm going to go to God of War and I'm yeah. going to play the the 2018. And I'll, I'll talk about it in the probably in the January podcast, like yeah. one of the January ones that we do. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, but I haven't really got much else to say about God of War because I haven't played it. But it, it might convince me to buy a PS5 after hearing everyone say how amazing it was. Yeah. I just physically don't have the room for a PS5 in my apartment. I mean, it's so fucking big, dude. Yeah, I need a new roof or something. Yeah. I can't fit <laughs> um, um, Cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can move on to the next topic. So, I don't know, should we talk about the meta and Twitter stuff? Well, so the meta stuff is that um, uh, they laid off 11,000 workers. Yes. Because uh, their stock slid by nearly 20%, I yep. think. It dropped down so that they lost billions, effectively, mm -hmm. uh, because they invested too hard into the metaverse. And it ended up with, like, was, was it 3,000 average players or something? Yeah, or I was mean, it the, the, the KPIs came out and they were horrible. There were nothing. The KPIs were nothing, effectively. Yeah. They were, like, below significance on any kind of chart or guide. Like There, there were nothing anyone would care about. Yeah. Uh, and as a result, Zuckerberg is now firing thousands and thousands of people. Which is um, a shame. It, it is a shame, but, I mean, we all saw this coming. Yeah, I mean, the years ago. On, yeah, the writing was on the wall. Yeah, so. but, like, how can a bunch of... I mean, no offence, a bunch of idiots, because I'm putting myself into this category now. A bunch of effective idiots were able to predict that this was going to happen, and yet a bunch of supposedly super-intelligent paid professionals couldn't predict that, and instead invested billions into it. How did that happen? 
because they believe, right? Like that's kind of what these like. What do you mean, these investors or the people like like the people? No, the the people the people convincing the investors that this was going to be a thing. Yeah, because surely some people must have stood up and said, "Hang on, we've not got this. Like we don't have this. It's not right. But that's the can't see our own legs." that's the business, right? Of like, okay, if you're talking about from the side of like the people trying to raise investment money for Meta, then that's yeah. their job, right? Their job is to try and sell these very rich people with lots of money or these investment firms into investing more money into their thing. So it's all it's all like a show, right? Like they have just yeah, have to of try course. Show that, but the only way you get investment is if you can guarantee an ROI. I mean, otherwise you lose all your money. I I mean, well. I'd like to believe that, Clark, but unfortunately, as we see from most of how finance and invest, I mean, I could, this wasn't on the on the agenda topic, but did you hear about the massive crypto crash that happened very recently? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes I mean, I if that is not if that's not <laughs> indicative of like how financial markets work, then like you know. Well, the thing is with crypto though is it's been collapsing for a long time. Like it's just not worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the and people are like, no, no, no. It's, it's this next year is the year for it. It's like no, it's not. It's no one's adopting this. Well, like, it's yeah, not working. The issue is that basically, as this also showed, is that crypto is just a massive Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. So uh, what that means is basically like uh, they this thing is not worth any like crypto is not inherently worth any money it's only worth money because other people keep putting money into it yes right? it's 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 so, worth it's almost the belief of it being worth something yes is it's worth exactly which is worthless right yeah. and of course when and also the thing is like normally people base their whether they think it's valuable or not is because it's based on something that's like uh, you know, other people are investing in it, or it's healthy, right? The problem is, is that this so this exchange FTX basically it was discovered that uh, they held you know the the value of their business was upheld by themselves, as in like you know, they were yeah. the ones who had put all the money in, and basically someone who had a bunch of uh, I, you know you can go read about this from someone who's more of like within the financial thing, and I don't want to spend all the time explaining it. Basically, uh, someone who held a lot of uh, tokens of 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 ftx right uh basically went like uh you know i'm just gonna cash out uh can i have all my money and like obviously that means that they need to go liquid and sell their tokens to get money but if no one buys the tokens and they don't have the money to give then it's it's worthless yeah the whole thing's worthless so yeah so so i'm glad to see it crash as well so so anyway back to the original point of like meta and twitter like meta are basically trying to front that their product is and you know what maybe eventually it will be a good thing maybe it will be something that's worthwhile and people can use and stuff like that all the weird shit about meta aside you know their business practices but you know maybe their product will be good but right now it's like you know i think there's been enough showing kind of like twitter of like uh yeah there's not really anything here yet so investors are kind of like and the problem is is the players have said the same thing as well yeah right like no one likes this yeah it's, it's not fun. <laughs> it's yeah. It's not fun. There's nothing to it. It's it's effectively it's an NFT. <laughs> I'm, I I I think it's kind of telling. Unfortunate, and this is really unfortunate. But it's kind of telling that like the only thing that gets advertised in for like these VR headsets and VR things is Beat Saber, and that game came out like God knows how long ago now. Like uh, maybe like eight years ago. Since I before I was in the industry, before I was working in the industry, 
So like yeah, like six six to eight years ago is when Beat Saber came out, and that's still that's still the only thing that they can advertise and sell to people. So I don't know, dude. Like I think people like then I'm sure there's plenty of other VR games, but there's not there's no like new thing that sells VR to people. Unfortunately, saying that, did you see that they announced the price of the Meta the Meta Quest Two? No. So they announced it earlier on today. Uh, let me just find my article because I posted this in another group chat. Uh... But yeah, like you know, and also, v- I mean, VR chat's really cool, but that's also free. So yeah, that, that's that. Showed, so that that was where I was going. I lost my point where you were talking because I was listening to what yeah. you were saying and then I forgot what I wanted to say. Um, VR chat has already perfected it. Yeah. So we don't need anything else other than VR chat because I love going into VR chat and exploring those worlds because it's all sort of free and I don't have to monetize. I can just go and explore. Yeah. Why would I go into something that offers me less of that? Because it's safe. Cost. Because it's safe and doesn't have any furries. But no, instead, I don't care about that. But instead, I mean, it has a bunch of right-wing people who are trying to sell you on gun rights. So I don't know. You pick. Ah. Take your pick. <laughs> well then. <laughs> take your pick. I guess. I don't know. Um, but, you know, uh, and also, sorry, that's not to say, I, I, there is nothing wrong with being a furry, by the way, just, just, to, just to clarify, uh, there is nothing wrong with that, um, I, I didn't mean that as, like, a, kind of, a comparing, slug. comparing you to gun right, cra- crazy right-wing gun rights people, like, no, that, that, uh... that is not, no, like, obviously, furries are great, you guys do you, like, even if I'm not one in that sphere, it's like, you guys aren't harming anyone, and I'm sure your community's great, so, you know, it's not like Probably you're... just digging, him, digging himself out I'm of digging, hole I'm there. digging a hole, <laughs> just digging a hole, that's it, that's what I'm great at. In VR, I made, I made a VR game, it's called Shovel Hero in VR, and that's what I'm doing in my VR headset, so, uh, anyway. So the Meta Quest 2 was announced at 128 gigabytes for £400. Yeah. Uh, which is very competitive compared to PlayStation, which was, like, 600 and something mm-hmm. 620 or 630 yeah um no I, I just thought it was a nice price like it was a good price range for something that i have no interest in mm. um but the the big part is that they're also bundling it with beat saber and resident evil yeah. 4 and space explorers i don't know what space explorers are but those no two other two games are like yeah those are the for me at least those are the vr games yeah, exactly. I mean, they've bundled it with the the system sellers, effectively. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I thought that was quite a competitive price. So even though I'm not interested in Meta in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. I've had um, a Oculus Rift um, S and loved it, but I can't use VR anymore because anymore it makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a competitive price. I was quite impressed by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we've talked about Meta, but let's talk about Twitter. Fucking hell. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm sure everybody, because you can't get away from hearing about this fucking guy, but, you know, oh, as you know, of hearing about him, as you know, great. yeah, as you know, uh, Elon Musk has bought Twitter, or finally the deal has gone through, uh, for how much was it, something like 40 billion or something, some $44 stupid, billion. Dollars. Some stupid made up number, anyway, mm. sorry, I know I sound really fed up of this, but that's kind of... No, you don't, it's exactly but, the right opinion, because... This has been the distraction that has kept everyone from focusing on real reality. Yeah, so basically right. he's just trying to... It's. I mean, it's kind of fun watching a billionaire try to turn this company into something profitable by firing everyone and also <laughs> A ranking... friend of mine got fired in that role as well. So oh, I'm sorry to hear A person that. I used to work with at Blizzard moved to Twitter with all the expectations in the world and she just got made redundant two weeks ago. That's... Out of the blue. That's Out of the blue. Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of shitty when a billionaire buys your company and then goes like, hey, what are workers' rights? Uh, I'm mm. going to fire everyone by email tomorrow. And mm. then also, ranks your engineer ranks engineers based on lines of code written, and then fires and then fires all the engineers who probably wrote the most efficient code, funnily enough, and then kind of tried to hire them back. Did you hear about this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole thing has been an absolute debacle. Jesus like... Christ. I mean and then and then the whole thing of like introducing Twitter Blue so you can pay for verifications oh, and then gosh. people just like people being like, This is a bad idea by like trying to imp- by showing El- they were even trying to warn Elon Musk, right? By like impersonating yeah. him and doing dumb shing and, and he was like, Whatever, comedy is banned on Twitter now, even though he was like comedy is now saved on Twitter or whatever. But then uh he, you know, banned the, those the people. comedy that, that has generated has been Amazing, yeah. Like and then, the like the Nintendo account with the Mario yeah, in the exactly. middle finger, yeah, exactly. Brilliant, and absolutely then, brilliant. And then also the stuff about like uh, the stocks. Sorry, sorry, like uh, people impersonating companies like Eli Lilly, and then being like insulin's free, and then Eli Lilly's stock goes down. So I'm sure like uh, Musk and the team at Twitter have a lot to answer for now. <laughs> so you know, it's it's insane. That like, legal phone is ringing. Yeah. And he's going to get sued by so many companies as well because a lot of companies have had their stock dropped because of this bullshit. Yeah. So, like, did you see the thing about um, uh, Lily Lily Co? I think it's called yeah, the med- Lily, medical yeah. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying um, good news, everyone. Uh, all insulin is now free. Yeah, and their exactly, stock yeah. tanked. Yeah, yeah. Like absolutely tanked. Yeah. I yeah. I I don't I don't care that that company stock has tanked because fuck them so far mm-hmm. in the on it comes out their mouth mm-hmm. because charging people for that at the price that they're charging is is literally inhuman yeah i mean it's fucked up so so absolutely fuck them but at the same time they absolutely should be suing elon musk yes <laughs> for every penny he's got yeah so you know i mean we'll see and also he's like what's it leveraged a bunch of like tesla stock to buy yep. out twitter so uh you know whatever and tesla's now in trouble as well yeah let's have the... you seen the news today no oh uh, so he's quoted today um, saying, I'm really so. This is a quote directly from Elon Musk's uh, Twitter account. Um, I'm really working at the absolute most amount that I can work. This is not something I'd recommend, frankly. Elon Musk says he's navigating the challenges facing Tesla with great difficulty. <laughs> so it looks like something's going very, very wrong. So, what happens when you this is literally the re- result of fuck around and find out? <laughs> like... So, as of today, as of today, since November t- 2021. His stock has lost a total value of six hundred and seventy-four billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, whoop de doo Like, I, I mean, I do not care. Yeah, exactly. that is a lot of money. I know for buy, one man to be accountable for. Buy, buys Twitter to ship posts. Yeah, there you go. This is, but this like, what happens. He, I love all the posts as well. Saying like, uh, Elon Musk, what a fool buying Twitter for fifty-four million dollars. Fifty-four billion dollars. Here's me using it for free. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know that. Like. I love it. I just I love the fact that everyone's ripping into him as well. Yeah, like exactly. he's just getting ripped to shreds. Yeah. And the problem is he puts himself so far above the human race, it doesn't touch him. Yeah. I know. He just doesn't care. He's raging on Twitter about it because he's a he's a fucking troll, but it it doesn't matter what people say. And I tried to explain this to a, a friend the other day, like it doesn't matter what your opinions of of it of, of him, he can't hear you. Yes. Exactly. Even if you were to be saying it into his ear, he's he can't hear you. He's not yeah. he, he doesn't exist on our level, and I'm not trying to glorify Elon Musk. He's just so rich that the rules don't apply to him anymore. Yeah, which is which sucks. But yeah. 
I, I mean, forgot about this all day. I could get quite ranty about this. Yeah, well. yeah, I mean, it's just fucking stupid, isn't it? But I mean, who knows? Who know? Like, here's the thing. What? What? I'm just interested to see what the next Twitter is. I've seen a lot of people talking about this thing called Mastodon. I've not used Ugh. it. But yeah, I mean, this is the thing. People will go and move to the next thing, the next part. I've tried Mastodon. So. It's needlessly complex. It's it's really obtuse. Like, yeah. you have to join a specific server. Yeah. That talks about what you like, but you can still look at everything else. But you have to show interest in other things. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm still we'll using Twitter, I, but whatever. I am still. I don't really use social media at all, but that's why I just watch this from afar, and I'm like, it's just been amazing watching it. Yeah, and I am a Twitter like, user, wow. like I use because I use it to advertise the podcast. And yeah, stuff yeah, on. yeah. I'm speaking of which, actually, sorry, just while I'm there, I completely forgot to mention. I did tell you I ran a little competition last week oh. to drum up some interest. Okay. Uh, yeah, I gave away a free uh, Eternata Shiny in Pokemon Sword and Shield, a code. Oh, cool. Uh, I got a couple of bonus codes when I uh, picked up mine, and I thought I'd give them away as a gift. And we actually did give one away um, to the Twitter user Albert Clyde Osmina. Huh. Uh, at, at Albert Clyde is the winner. So congratulations to Albert for your shiny Eternatus Pokemon Sword and Shield code. Congrats, hope you're enjoying dude. it, and also thank you for retweeting us. Yeah, congrats, dude. I uh, hope you enjoy your shiny. Yeah, I forgot to say about that. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> know. Sneaky competition. Cool. I've, been, I've been doing little things here and there to try and drum up some interest, which is why the numbers are slowly going up again. That's um, lovely. But yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Um... Um, he's a product, and we have abused him. <laughs> That's not true. So I was just making a Twitter joke. It's a joke about Twitter in general, but we are the product. Um, that's oh not true. God. I apologise. That was actually really this. We uh, Clark, 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 Clark. Yeah, edit that. <laughs> Clark, Clark's views do not reflect mine sometimes. Yeah, they do. The, Sixty-nine. 69. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, point. What, what we saw? Oh, Witcher three complete yes. edition. We haven't talked about that. Do you know about this? Uh, no. So okay. is is this just Witcher three with all the DLC? Well, they oh. announced today, so oh. okay. Here you go. Um, so uh, this is the next generation update, uh, which is coming on December fourteenth, mm-hmm. and it's completely free for PS Five, uh, Xbox Series X and S, and PC users. So if you have the Game of the Year edition, which is also uh, the original game plus all DLC, mm-hmm. you will automatically get upgraded completely for free to the new edition. Which includes like um, RTX and you know all, all the fancy gubbins. I've actually I'm trying to find the quote because it tells you exactly what it comes with. Um, so the next gen update will launch on December 14th. Uh, the upgrade arrives as part of the Witch 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition for Series X, S, PlayStation 5, and PC. Um, they're promising a plethora of enhancements such as ray tracing, faster loading times, and new content. This is the important part: new content based on the Witcher Netflix series. Oh. Uh, more details on the new content to be included in the complete edition were announced during a live stream next week. So I then logged onto my Xbox to look at what's going on here because mm-hmm. I bought the Witcher 3 Game of the Year edition a few weeks ago for like a couple of quid. Yeah. And it says on that, if you buy this game, you'll receive a free next-gen update on December 14th. On this date, the product's name will also change from Game of the Year edition to Complete Edition. So I'm getting this for free. Neat. Which means I'm getting the... So I was literally just about to start playing The Witcher a few weeks ago when uh, Persona 5 landed on the Game Pass, so I went to that instead and thought, I'll play Witcher next. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm going to put this back a little bit until this comes out, but I've got a lot of games to play until then. <laughs> I mean, that's great, yeah. But what a great thing. Like, I can't fault this. For, like, for, for free, yeah. I mean, for free, because do, yeah. well, do you remember Skyrim did the Legendary Edition and then charge for it? Yes. 
Every after time. everyone owns Skyrim already, like multiple versions of it on multiple platforms, they try to charge for yet another version. Yeah, they're doing this for free. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess CD Projekt Red is just trying to win back some favor after Cyberpunk. I mean, it sounds yeah, like they've been update. To. They've been sticking with Cyberpunk and updating it and fixing it as well. So. Yeah, yeah, they have. That's good. What a cool thing! So I added that as a little point because I was like, oh, cool, <laughs> cool, yeah, neat. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, but yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah. Indie I'm... showcase. All right, let's do this. Should we jump in? Yeah, let me have a look. There wasn't actually that many titles, but I've got them all in order. Um, I'll probably go through these, and you can tell me if you've heard of them or not, because most of these I've not heard of or played. So. I th- I'm going to be very honest. I doubt I've heard of a lot of these, but this is my bad, because I feel like I should be keeping up to date with what's going on in the uh, okay. scene. Well, because I, I watched the, the whole thing live, and it, it was actually quite entertaining. Mm. Uh, I would recommend watching it just to, to hear the developers talk about their games, because some of them were really... Like the first one, Once Upon a Jester. Yeah. The game itself looked pretty average, but the developers talking about it just sounded so cute. They were, they were just like so... Do, do you remember the uh, announcement for uh, Tangled, or whatever it's called? Tangled? Was it Tangled? Un- un- uh, Unravel. 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 Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. developer was like nearly crying when he was talking about his game. Yeah. It feels like that again. Oh, that's good. A couple of people, you know, it's it's cool. So this looks interesting. But again, one of those games that I'll probably play when it pops up in a cheap sale somewhere or whatever, Mm -hmm. or on the Game Pass, but it's on Switch. Um, Sports Story looks fucking awesome. (laughs) Like, this just looks brilliant. Is it like Golf Story? Yeah, it's 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 another one, uh, another one of those. So it's a follow up to Golf Story, uh, and it just looks brilliant. It's it's like a Final Fantasy style RPG, but with sports as the theme rather than gathering. Yeah. Ten crystals of bollocks or whatever. I mean, it's very. Um, I mean, it's a great idea. Like, so. Yeah, it's it's a cool idea, and it looked it looked lovely, like really warm and cuddly game. So I'm probably going to play that. Um, Acker, this one looked like tunic, but not hard. So okay, uh, you play as a red panda, and it's an open world, um, like almost like a walking sim. Mm. Uh, and it's got farming, crafting, all the usual nonsense. Uh, but it just looked lovely. It looked really nice and chill. Yeah. So cool for that one. Space for the Unbound looked amazing. Um, it's an Indonesian 90s game, huh. but set in 90s Indonesia. So really interesting, like, juxtaposition on, on what we know as the 90s. Yeah. Super cool. Like, this this looks really good. Like, pixel art kind of style. That's very cool. Um, yeah. And beautiful. Like, look, look gorgeous. Like, really interested in this. Um, then there was Oni, the Road to the Mightiest Oni, which I didn't think looked very good. Mm. Um, it, looked like a poor effort at a game but look someone have watched the unreal engine and just kind of gone i can do this and not really got there um <laughs> uh, which is a shame because yeah. i'm sure it's probably going to be a great game yeah um there was goodbye world which looked um <laughs> uh i don't know I, i'm not sure if the message was talking about suicide or not like i, I didn't quite get this one but it looked nice so it, looked, the, it reminded the... me a bit of um to the moon. The thing I'm reading here is Goodbye World Story spotlights the struggles of indie game development while featuring two styles of play. Interesting. Part narrative, yeah. part adventure. So the other half is a Game Boy inspired puzzle platformer played by one of the protagonists. That does sound interesting to me specifically, but I don't wonder how heavy handed it is if you get what I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but it, it, it did look quite nice. Like The style looked quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one called um, Pepper Grinder. Pepper Grinder, which I didn't see actually. I didn't see this trailer. So I've seen this trailer because it's by published by Devolver. So I okay. popped up in my YouTube feed. But um, it. Do you did you ever play Ori and the Blind uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps? I played Blind Forest. Okay. 
I forget if Blind Forest had it, but I know Will of the Wisps had it. They had the mechanic where you can kind of like turn to a drill and go through like mud or sand or the ground, and you can kind of like I go around. I don't think it had that mechanic. Okay, this game is basically just what if that, but an entire game. So, if you if you like that mechanic, this is that is an entire game, which is cool. It seems like it's like pretty good. It like a decent game. I don't think it's like really sold it to me. It doesn't seem that like they've done anything like mega interesting with it. Like there's the grappling hook stuff, which is cool. But yeah, again, it just looks like if you like this kind of mechanic, then I'm sure it's probably great. It like, it didn't seem like a game to me. I've just watched the trailer for it now. It didn't seem like a game that I'd enjoy. But mm-hmm. whatever. Like it's Evolver, so I'm sure it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Botany Manor. <laughs> right. So I'm a I'm a big plant daddy at the moment. Like I love my yeah. plants. Uh, I'm really into growing plants and learning the little tricks. Because so I don't know if I told you, but but a few months back I took an avocado stone out of a random avocado that I got in a gusto box and just put it in a pot and just left it. Mm-hmm. It is now a three foot tall plant. Lovely. I did not touch that plant at all. Like I, I didn't even think it was going to do anything. I thought it was just going to rot in the pot. The this the the stone is cracked open. There is a full-grown little green plant inside it, and it's shot up into this big shoot with leaves coming out the top of it now. Wow. That's in two months. That's awesome. So that, that's how much I'm enjoying doing my growing and stuff. Because I saw that, and I was like, that gives me a really good rush to see that I've created life. I'm God, effectively. Yes, <laughs> I am. God. But this game is that. It's it's yeah. someone going around a manor, like, learning how to grow plants, but not in the actual way you grow plants. Like, sort of like a little bit, uh, a little bit magical, maybe, from what it looks like. Yeah. But you're solving puzzles and stuff by doing it and putting the plants in the perfect spots and stuff. And this looks like a game where I'll just be like, I'm probably going to enjoy this. That's cool. But it just, it's, it, it's silly, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this is. Yeah. Um, it also looks beautiful as well. So that's good. It was good to see a pretty game on the Switch. Of course. Uh, then there was that game that you mentioned a little to the left. Yep. Um, that popped up. And I didn't like the two people talking about it because they, they were, I found them quite irritating. But the game mm. itself did seem quite cute. Yeah, it's, it's very uh, it's relaxing. One, it was all about cats as well, wasn't it? There was a cat all over yeah, it. Yeah, this is a cat who just comes and messes up your stuff when you finish a puzzle sometimes, which is funny. But yeah, yeah, it's, just, um, it's pretty, it's pretty chill, pretty chill game. So, uh, the blank. I remember this one, which is about the white and black fox, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like a fox. There's like a fawn and a fox or something. But yeah, um, yes, I think so. Pretty all right. I remember saying it looked okay. Like, um. Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly. So I remember the first Coffee Talk game is about you run like a... It's kind of like Valhalla, whereas like you run like a coffee shop and people just come in and you talk to them. Is that right? Mm. Is that the game I'm thinking of? Let me have a look. Not Valhalla. Valhalla was an Assassin's Creed game. No, not... I mean, uh, V... <laughs> sorry, V-A... It's called the Cyberpunk Bartending something okay, it's, 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 it's one of my favorite you're, games. you're yeah. like a barista just chatting to people yes yeah yeah okay yeah it's coffee so uh, episode two is basically just mm. yeah the second coffee talk which is which apparently was received quite well i think valhalla is a uh, is my version of that i guess but um yeah that's that's cool that it's getting a second one uh curse of the sea rats ratoidvania this <laughs> this looked absolutely beautiful like okay really beautiful all hand drawn uh it reminds i can't think what it reminds me of but it reminds me of another game um i mean the screenshot makes it look a bit cupheady but i doubt not it's not cuphead that i'm going for i'm i'm going for something else i can't i I do think it's play style is going to be quite cupheady yeah um but it reminds me of another game and i just can't think what it is Mm. but it it just looks gorgeous this does 
Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what this is because I feel like this is going to be an enjoyable game. Uh, and I, I feel similar about Destor, actually. Not as pretty, but still a very pretty-looking game. Destor was the... Um, it's it was all like value people apparently yeah and it's all like isometric so you're in like squares every time you're talking to someone or whatever all the maps are squares mm. that fill the screen uh, and it looked interesting it just it looked pretty but again it was one of those indie games that would be like oh it'll, it'll pop up in two years time and i'd be like oh yeah i remember this like apparently it's a dodgeball game yeah it, it looks odd but it looks cool and then yeah. there was dordoin which just looked like something dordoin i'd I'm I'm just loading it up now to remember. Um, yeah. But I remember looking at this and just going, nope, this isn't probably going to be the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this was the pretty one, the watercolor one. Oh, this one did look very pretty. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, this one looked lovely, um, like quite relaxing. Again, just like an adventure of being a little girl walking around Dordogne, mm-hmm. like the town in the game uh, by a French developer. And the developer for this, the, the, art, the, the art director that was talking about it was like ridiculously eccentric. Oh, wow. He was okay. like, like, just really, and he was wearing like a an apron while he was talking. <laughs> um, have a nice death. I've seen this on another platform. And yeah, I, don't think I enjoyed it. What I haven't, what I've I've heard of this name. I haven't seen anything about it. But is it just like, is it like Death's Door? <laughs> um, no. I think this one was like a two D like side scroller, like a little bit like um, Hollow Knight. Okay. Is I think this one. I'm I'm trying to load up the image, but the the website for it is absolute shite. So the visuals look um, pretty good. I'm I'm watching it on. So it's out on Steam currently. The yeah, it looks like Hollow Knight, and it it does look very pretty. Yeah. They, oh, I thought like this confused with a different game then. The motion graphics on it look very good. Yeah, so. but you see what I mean? It's it's effectively Hollow Knight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, it is Hollow Knight at some point. So choose a bonus. It's a uh, it's, it's a it's, it's a roguelike. So it's yeah, like, so yeah. it's. Dead Cells is what I'm trying to get to. So yes. it's Dead Cells meets Hollow Knight is what this is. Yeah, our style's really um, nice. It looks beautiful, like yeah. actually beautiful. This game does. And... Yeah. Oh, I just started a trailer of it and it got very, very loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks gorgeous. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. I had it mixed up with a different game that I played on. I want to say PS4 last year. There, there is. It's a very different game. There is a review here that says Hollow Knight if Office Space 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm sold on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next on the list was Inscription. We know that game. Great it's game. Good. Great. Brilliant. Recommend that. Really, game. really cool. Like, good that it's on the Switch. I'm not sure why it wasn't on the Switch to begin with. Yeah. Feels like a perfect Switch game. I probably um, needed some optimization stuff. I'm guessing. True. But yeah. Um, Rogue Legacy Two played on Xbox last week and this week. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Can't recommend it enough. I don't think it's worth 25 quid, but it might be worth that to some people. So go for it. Yeah. Um, Storyteller is another one of those games where you build the story as you play. Um, they're all good. I, I, I've not really had a bad experience with any of those so far. Did you see Storyteller? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks interesting. Looks cool. Um, uh, Venba. Which one was Venba? A co- strikingly colourful narrative cooking game about an Indian family's immigration to the to Canada serves up an original um, yeah, story. This... I think I saw of. of like footage for it at one point and it looked kind of cool yeah it looked, it looked very cool actually it looked like the same thing that unpacking's trying to do where yes. you're doing one thing but it's actually telling a story in the background mm. like because uh, there is a story in the background of unpacking i don't know if you know that yes yeah yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool um but yeah so this looks and, and the art style it looks like everything's been drawn in procreate <laughs> yeah <laughs> which it probably has um i quite like so, yeah, the that art looks style. Cool. yeah it's nice it's lovely 
Uh, Wobble Dogs Console Edition. I think this was the like. Um, yeah, Wobble Dogs. Uh, what's that physics-based game? There's so many. No, the big one. The the big one, like the one that everyone's playing. Uh, that's a lot of games. <laughs> it's like an, uh, you're playing against two or three other people, and you're all like trying to throw gang each other beasts. Into the... Gang beasts, that's there's, the one. No, gang beasts. There's several of those Fall, as well. Fall beasts or something. Fall guys? No, not fall guys. Uh, the ones with animals. Animal... It might be. Is it gang beasts? There's gang beasts, but there's the one. There's the gang beasts where you're animals. Uh, called party animals. No, it's not that. There's a. It lot... might be gang beasts. It might, it might be gang beasts. I'm thinking of. There's, there's a lot like of that. those games. But yeah. You don't like gang beasts. Um, I hate these games. I know that they're amazing and they're amazing to watch, but they make me feel sick when I'm playing but them. I think, so... I think Wobble Dogs is a different kind of... Wobble Dogs is like a sim game, right? Where you have these dogs. I, I remember watching a, 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 a trailer for it and I was like, this is very good. This this game knows exactly what it's trying to be and knows exactly what its audience is and it's like nailed it. Like if you look at the trailer for for Wobble Oh Dogs. yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I hate it because they make me feel ill when I'm playing them. That's it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're great games. I just don't like them. It's just um, there was another game I saw me and my partner saw on um, Xbox, which was about taking pictures. Is a game where you just take pictures of dogs or something. I forgot what's game. What's called about taking pictures of dogs, and it was a oh, paparazzi. Oh, paparazzi! Oh, that <laughs> yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so. It does. Stupid. It does look really good. It's like, so stupid. Yeah, I'm but, down for that game. Though. But I was like, this this game knows exactly what it, what it's yeah, doing. Yeah, it, it's it knows what it's doing. It's stupid and silly, but it's also ridiculously cool looking. It's like Pokemon Snap for idiots. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's literally, it's just it's just the fact that dogs don't have any animation. They just jump up and down. Yeah, and that they don't even blink. Their just eyes are just dead staring. And stuff. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, like we've been talking for ages, we've got to smash through. <laughs> World of Horror looks super cool. Yes, uh, not not my kind of game, game, but it does look super cool. Yeah, like it reminds me of a game. This is a very old throwback, and I don't expect you to even know what I'm talking about here. But an Atari game from the '80s called Mortville Manor, what? Uh, which was a a French uh, like horror survival game, but it was all text based. With but I mean, there was there was stuff happening on the screen, but instead of you moving in 3D, you typed something, and it would just roll to the next screen. Yeah. So like a JPEG would replace another JPEG of another area. And it reminds me very much of Mortville Manor. Like, if anyone knows what that is. I doubt anyone knows that game, though. No, I don't. Um, also, the the date on the thing is a year after my birthday. Oh. On the screenshot. See the Neat. screenshot? Yeah. Top left corner, it. 31st of May, 1984. Yeah. I was one year old when this horror was happening. Wow. Is and then that... there was WrestleQuest, which looked super cool. Um, I've not heard of it. Again, it's another RPG game, uh, but with a wrestling theme. This yeah. time, so pixelati, very similar to uh, sports game, whatever it was called, sports something, mm. sports story, sports story. Sports it looks story, very similar yeah. to sports story, but with wrestling as the central thing. I mean, if the gameplay's uh, good, then yeah, sounds, it looks fine. It looks fine. Yeah. So that was the indie showcase. Some pretty cool stuff on there. Um, yeah. yeah. There we, we go. Should we should we quickly give our uh, gaming food that we want to eat? very quickly as well yeah so the, the whole question i was asking here is have you ever played a game with food in it and then you've gone oh that food looks really tasty Dude, i want to eat that one i know what that is monster hunter world oh god Hunter world the, the, those shit. calico making that food Dude. does look good and have you played final fantasy 15 as well no I the food in that is insane like it yeah. looks really really tasty but um there was actually so breath of fire 3 on the playstation mm-hmm 
had some really tasty looking like dumplings that they would eat. Yeah. And that they, they, when they bit into them, like a little bit of steam would come out of them and like a little oh. bit of dribble would come down their face. And I'd be oh. like, oh, they don't really taste. I don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. This is a mystery food to me as a 13 year old. Like, what is this food? What is this squidgy bun food? Yeah. Um, but there was a, there was a couple of others, but unfortunately this segment is going to have to be cut short because we have been talking for yeah. nearly two hours. I want to give a shout out to the to the beef bowl in Persona Four, just from the description oh, of it. Oh yes, I even okay, have a shot about it. So. Good call. So to me, it's the steak in Persona. You were talking about beef bowl in Persona Five. No, there's a beef bowl in Persona Four. It's like the oh, oh it's the rainy the rainy day special beef bowl. Oh, uh, okay. I'm thinking about the one in Persona Five because you work in the beef ball place in Persona Five. Yeah, yeah. In Persona yeah. Five, it's there's like a hamburger or something like the. Oh, the 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 galactic burger or the cosmic burger or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like four times the size of his head. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that to me, I, I did that didn't appeal to me, but it was mm. so. There's a bit in Persona Four after the first palace where, as a celebration, you go for a buffet. Yeah. But a really expensive buffet, and all the food in that buffet looks delicious. Oh, and that they're like wolfing it down like oh god there's there's a lot of i think we should probably spill this over to the next podcast because yeah. we can probably talk uh, more about this and have more time to think about also it. just quickly i think genshin impact has really good looking food as well but that's it that's there's awesome. a lot of games that's that do awesome. oh breath of the wild also has pretty cool looking yes food. also great youtube video by uh bdg about <laughs> oh yeah that the guy where he's like he's, but he's making it as if he was in the game isn't he yeah it's really fucking funny <laughs> He's not allowed, like to add salt the, yeah. not allowed to add salt to anything, so everything is just cursed. Yeah, right. and, and you've seen the bit where he cooks the bananas as well, and he's just like... Because <laughs> <laughs> he's eating it with his skin on. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. We'll talk about that in the next episode, because we are right up against yes. the wall, and, and I want to let you have an evening, because you've been doing this all night, and I have no life, but you do, so... Um... <laughs> Take us out, Ollie, on episode All right. 69. 69. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to us uh, on this episode of the podcast. Um, so you, we can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern. Follow us. Uh, yeah, well, you can follow us there too. There we go. Park, you can. You know? yeah. uh, no, everyone, you can. everyone listening can follow us on there Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And you can send us through our questions and comments uh, via the Google form that's in the link in the description. Um, but yeah, that's been episode 69. Uh, Clark, you got any closing statements? Yeah, one quick one. I wanted to say thank you to Sean for joining us last week. Sean Labode. You oh, can yeah. follow him at Sean Labode on Twitter. Uh, it was wonderful having him on. I hope you enjoyed meeting him as well. Yeah, it was great. He was a lovely guy. Yeah, he's lovely, Sean. He's a he's a good friend that I've made over the past few over the past year. Um, and I'm glad to like have him on the podcast. And we'll probably have him on Aww. again because it was nice to have him. Yeah, he's welcome um, back anytime, dude. But yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. And awesome. I'm working on the logo. I'm actually working on it myself. <laughs> and I've got someone else working on like I showed you samples. Remember? Yes. Yeah. yeah They've yeah. been on holiday for two weeks, so they're out for the moment, which is fine. I'm not asking them. Nine 60, episodes yeah. and we haven't got a logo. Let's oh, go. I can't fucking draw. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's just. Funny. I've just spent a grand on drawing equipment, or just under a grand on drawing equipment, so <laughs> I'll be good at it now. That That's how it works. You, the more money you spend, the better you are. Is yeah? that coming out of the uh, the company budget? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's coming out of the podcast money. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah the podcast make so... budget. To be fair, this podcast cost me ten pounds a month. <laughs> <laughs> It actually cost me ten pounds yeah. a month. That's the SoundCloud fee for uploading and yeah. hosting the podcast. Well, very worth yeah. for the people. It listening. is so much worth and so much fun. But yes. Anyway. But no, I've got anything else. Yes. Thanks for the well. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, I guess we'll see you on the next episode. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Bye. Bye. <laughs>